Hey everyone, and welcome to Insane Ramblings episode 11. I'm your host, Ben. And this is Vicky. And uh, do you know why this is such an event, this episode, Vicky? No. <laughs> <laughs> because we're equal with Cop Rock in yes! terms of episodes. Yes! Our nemesis! I know. Take that, Cop Rock! Stuck on that, Cop Rock. We have neither the excitement of crime, <laughs> nor the interest of in music, and it have lasted longer than you. <laughs> well, I looked up... Um, a few songs to celebrate this occasion from Cop Rock on YouTube. And I couldn't find inyourface.mp3. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but there was some bizarre uh, finale episode sing. I think it was like the last song from the show. Okay. And so they were talking about being cancelled. It was very meta. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. <laughs> I don't know. They must have been well ahead of their time. Very. So, I don't know. Whenever we get cancelled, we should do an episode about it. Get cancelled by who? <laughs> uh... Us. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... Your yeah, parents. And, and they they sung, to kick you out. Yeah, and they sung a song about it. So we can put that song at the end of the episode for everyone who's, like, missing cop rock all these years. I would still prefer that we wrote a song called In Your Face. <laughs> In well, Your Face Cop Rock. Maybe, maybe for the next episode, since that'll be the one where we get more episodes in them. Well, you know that time we wrote the song about the Immigration Museum? Mm-hmm. I just hate the Immigration Museum. I hate it. Do you hate immigrants or museums? No, I don't. I, I love immigrants and I love museums. When combined is a force on that. I have this friend who works in immigration and every time he told me about his new job, I would be like, can you do something about the Immigration Museum? Have you ever been? Um, you must have yeah. been because we went twice in high school. Yeah, we went Not once, but twice. Some school excursion. How bad was it? It was so boring. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know why I'm getting so angry about if, this. I always do. If only Superman had have immigrated <laughs> to Australia. That's right. Someone. I'm sure the people themselves were very interesting. The museum is just... I'm sorry if you're listening to the curator. I just don't like it. <laughs> he's silently so, weeping. Over <laughs> into his beard. Or maybe that he's like, finally, someone in the media recognised our presence. <laughs> we had to go twice. And so me and my friends, you might have been one of them. We wrote a song about it. Yeah. It was called We Want Our Money Back. <laughs> oh, <right>. Ironically, <laughs> turned out that the museum was free. <laughs> so either way, you came out even. No, well, we came wanted, out very far behind. You wanted them to um, pay you in enjoyment. Yeah, exactly. I paid with time, and they did nothing. They paid with water. But anyway, in your face would be an excellent song. In your face, and then subtitle "Cop Rock" in brackets. <laughs> well, had had your uh, we want our money back song. Don't remember except for. I want my money back. That was a big finale and well posed. (laughs) I don't think I mentioned it at the start, but this is a very long-awaited episode. Oh, okay. Because uh, we've had so many people going, Ben, when's the next episode? We're staying rambling. (laughs) Yeah, it's like my inbox is flooded. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yes, it's been over a month, and it probably will be over a month until the next episode, so enjoy this while it lasts. (laughs) This is my very tired episode. I haven't eaten anything all day. So, you know, maybe we could uh, benefit from that. Just the more insane that you get <laughs> yeah, with the yeah. less food. The more delirious. Yeah. So I had to help my brother move house today. It's my dad's birthday, by the way. We had to get a Rodney mention in early. <laughs> Rodney shout Happy out. Happy birthday, Rodney. You've been on the show pretty much every episode. <laughs> I tried to see how gross I could get before he stopped, like, taking care of me. So I left a Band-Aid in the shower. And it's then still you, there. It's weird because he also stopped showering. So. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... So he didn't pick it up, I had to clean it up. What, you, how long did it stay there until you... Like three days, because it fell off, and then I forgot that it was mine. So I was like, ew, gross. I'm not picking up that gross band <laughs> put this here. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw that cut today on my leg, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, right. that makes more sense. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I had to have my brother move. Um, 
Couches. Yeah. I've, I've got a fun new slogan for them. Um, heavy? Yeah, couches. We're heavy. Ah. <laughs> for anyone who, who was like, I don't want a couch, they're a bit light. <laughs> mm, that's true. Don't want that furniture you have to, you know, pen down if it gets a bit windy. No, no, none of that trouble with a couch. How much change did you find behind the pillows? It might have made your time worth it. Uh, none. Zero ah. change. I know. He keeps his couches way too clean. It's a recliner. Ooh. So yeah, you require you change out. I think <laughs> catapult out. <laughs> you would have thought that have at least been some, you know, uh, popcorn kernels or something down there. Well, I tested it out today, and I found the greatest annoyance of modern man. Wait, did we? Uh, did I jump on your slogan? Was it? Yeah, that really. That is really the slogan. Oh, there you go. Catches. Heavy. We're heavy. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So what's the greatest annoyance of modern man, other than moving couches? Once, once you're in your house, mm. your greatest annoyance, losing the remote. And ironically, not down the side of the couch. No, couldn't have been because it was a new couch. So you're moving out and you cleaned everything out and you still couldn't find the remote? No, 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 I was moving someone else out. I brought their couches to my house. Yeah. Yeah, and so then I was like, I'm going to test out the new couch with a little episode of Sea Patrol season oh. three. None to be found. Could not find the remote. So. It was a great remote heist can you not by use myself the, of last night. <laughs> can you not use the TV without the remote? Well, that's what I think. I hate those people who are like, all those stupid groups are like, oh ho ho. It's so hard to find the remote, but you can't be bothered getting up and going to the TV. What yeah, groups? motherfuckers, on Facebook. Oh, uh, you, no, like, you know, bloody media groups. <laughs> but, you know, like, like the public transport users union. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's something like where there's a Christian youth groups. <laughs> like, no, we just get together and chat about how much it sucks to lose the remote. No, I just hate those people who are like, oh, but you still can't be bothered to turn it on, on the TV. We've been made remote reliant. Yeah. Because you can't do on the TV what you need to do with the remote. Well, Ours you can't. Not with the DVD. I lost my um, set-top box remote. Actually, I didn't lose it. I still coke on it. <laughs> and so you could use it, but it ran down batteries in like an hour. So oh. if you wanted to use it, you have to put batteries in, use it, and then take batteries out. <laughs> and it got very frustrating, but I learned to, you know, actually get up from the couch. But I could actually do everything I needed. So you can't with that DVD almost player. everything. Like, if you're watching a DVD, you can't choose an episode or anything, or like turn the volume up and down. All yeah. you can really do is hit play or pause. On and the if, if it's not um, playing what you want to play, then you have to like skip forward chapters, like 10 chapters. Yeah, exactly. They're sneaky bastards. Yeah. DVD remote companies. They know that they're making themselves needed. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that's probably like part of the scam that if you need a remote, you have to buy a whole new player. Oh, more like the remote company is like, oh my God, we're going out of business. People can get up. <laughs> we didn't factor that in. <laughs> Shit. What are we going to do? Quick. I know. <laughs> Make them the fatter and yeah, more lazier. Right. More remote reliant. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. It's, I just think it just makes me so angry. I just really... So what, did you end up not watching anything? Or? I found it in the end. Ah, phew. What yeah, I know. Um, it was on one of the kitchen chairs. It was tucked under the bench. Always the last place you look. <laughs> yeah. That's a good segue to get to our guest section of our website, <laughs> Um, couches were heavy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, damn it! Oh. <laughs> it's my slogan for couches. Uh, my segue for guest section. Did you have a guest section where heavy thing? No. Ah, uh, okay. Well, speaking of guest sections, there's a segue. Oh, yeah. He ain't heavy, he's my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, we updated it, another section of our website to include the many, many guests that we've had on our show. I think you say the many, the many, many faces of Alex Tan. Oh, <laughs> is there more than one? No, I think he's has an average number of faces. Oh, okay. If he was in some kind of uh, horrible two-face accident where half his face was bent. Well, I was thinking oil. about this. The average number of faces in the world is probably less than one, actually. 
Because there'll be like people the who average, don't have a face. The average face per person ratio. Yeah, because not everyone would have a face. Or people, some people would, like this is horribly tragic, but people would have half a face. So if you added all of the faces together and divided by the amount of people that had faces, you wouldn't get one because there's some people without faces. Yeah, like 0.99999 faces per, per person. person. Yeah. But surely there's as many people with two faces as there is with least No, no there's faces. no people with two faces. Who? Name know. one. Horrible. Name one person with no faces. Yeah, somebody got, like, burnt off. The Phantom of the Opera has half a face. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's not real. Well, name one person who has real. two faces. I can't. You do the two-faced person, I'll find a no-face person. Okay, well... No one has two faces, it's about, ridiculous. Like some Siamese twin that... <laughs> no, because that's got two people attached to each other. You don't... It's not one man with another face. What about, like, one of those absorbed twins? Where it's, like, only, you know, part of their body. No, that's stupid. You're stupid. Back to the couches. Anyway, yes, our guest section includes our one and only guest, I think, so far. Yeah, so far. So if you want to read Alex Tan's bio, and if you always hear us talking about, who is this Alex guy? <laughs> well, now you can find out. I, don't, I haven't even read it yet, so... Well, if you want a sneak peek, one of his special skills includes Asian. Oh, really? <laughs> Oh, okay. And he's yeah. got a higher than the average number of faces. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. I didn't <laughs> that. The picture I had just looked like he had one. Well, he's but... probably got higher than the average number of arms, for that matter. Why? Same reason! What, just for the amount of face per arms? No! <laughs> no. He's got zero faces on his arms. That would be average, I would say. Maybe lower than average. Maybe this... Ah, oh, this is stupid. I'm already confused. <laughs> anyway. Um... Another thing that we occasionally bring up on the show... Actually, I'm going to turn this into a segment. Ooh! Yeah. Okay. I just have to think of a name for it. Huh. But, um... Okay, here's the name. People type uh, weird, weird shit into Google. <laughs> yeah. People type weird shit into Google. Do you okay. want, since I do the jingle for uh, Vic, Ranger Vicky, you have to cut it for the jingle. Oh, that's difficult. It's a long... It's a lot longer. Ranger Vicky <laughs> only requires a few tones. Alright, here you go. People type weird shit into Google. Do you do? <laughs> <laughs> I'll forget that, so don't get don't get attached to it. Well, you can enjoy it in a different type every episode, then. Okay. So, today's weird shit that's been typed into Google... Do-do-do! <laughs> ...somehow led to our website, which is kind of the most disturbing part, is that not only do people type this in, but they find us. <laughs> is porno tube insane baby family? <laughs> <laughs> Which, oh, that's like, weird. I can maybe understand porno tube. Or like, baby fam. No, insane baby. But a whole family of babies that went, then went nuts and made a porno? Yeah. Or like, if this is some viral video, then why haven't we seen it? If it's a viral video, <laughs> what on earth is it about? Uh, insane baby family. <laughs> but, yeah, is it like one insane baby in a family? In a family? Or, or is, is it, it like, a family of babies? Or a family of insane babies. <laughs> That could be, like, a good cartoon or something. But how are they related? Mm. If they're all babies, how are they a family? Maybe they do porn Very loose, living. yeah, that's right. It's a very loose term of family, isn't it? Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, if that person... I'm already shooting holes in your story, Mr. Googleizer. If that person who searched for that is listening to this episode, please... Tell us what you found! Yeah, or, like, why? what the hell you were looking for in the first place. <laughs> well, we know what you found. And us. <laughs> yeah, us. And welcome aboard. <laughs> this is the kind of people we want listening. Welcome to the insane baby family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, speaking of porno, see, that's the best Oh, of course we were. Yeah. Yeah. Last episode, we mentioned uh, Julian's idea of... Uh, Which was more... secretly my idea that he stole from my Facebook. Mm -hmm. Anyway. More realistic uh, storylines in porn. Yeah. And he listened to that episode, and then he's like, no, you told it all wrong. 
Oh, really? Yeah. So if anyone was going, that's a terrible idea, then I apologize because that was my idea. No. Interpreted from oh, Julian. Oh, from Julian. But he stole it from me. But, so no wonder it was so bad. It was a Chinese whisper idea. Mm. But if you did like the idea, then... And please invest. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking all the credits. <laughs> But, uh, I don't know, the real idea was something more along sort of... Because I, I mentioned that you had to watch the whole date or something. Yeah. But I think you just wanted a shorter version of the date. Um, but you, it was more real motivation behind why they were having sex. Yeah, that's what we pretty much said. But I was kind of maybe implying that it was more of like a from dusk till dawn kind of thing where it's like half date, half sex. Half vampires. Uh, <laughs> that's too many halves! <laughs> and hence the awesomeness. <laughs> Okay, fine. Mm. Uh, also, speaking of last episode, you were after we finished up from the show. Yeah. We were talking about it in the kitchen. Yeah. Specifically, the part about um, that would I let Natasha have another girlfriend? Oh uh, yeah, were we talking about it? Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, hey Tina, which is my mum. Yeah. Ben says Natasha could have another girlfriend. <laughs> Which to, she replies, I don't think I want to listen to this, which was the correct response, <laughs> but taken out of context, it seems extremely shady. <laughs> Why? Was it in context at the time? Uh, well, you didn't bring it context. We were talking about it on the podcast. <laughs> oh, in, okay. Like, she could maybe get something that she couldn't get from me, or... Yeah, 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 but um, your mum had no in, idea what Only under, about. like, you know, extraneous circumstances would I consider this anyway. Yeah. But you're like, no, Ben, please invite Natasha to some crazy lesbian experience. <laughs> hey, Mum, guess what Ben said? <laughs> exactly. So I'm just saying, maybe don't do that this time. <laughs> I will. She's not home, so it's all right. Phew. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> Is that a threat? No. Mum's I mean, not home yet. No, I mean, <laughs> if she comes home during this episode, I know that something's going to go down. <laughs> Keeps your life interesting. <laughs> and uh, you also mentioned something about... Oh, this is a couple of episodes ago. Mm-hmm. But about um, wanting more enemies. Oh, yeah! And then afterwards you're like, that was weird. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure that I want to be asking. Yeah. Well, have you got many recruits since then? Well, no, it's kind of like a boyfriend, isn't it? Like, you don't really go out looking. They just kind of happen along the way. <laughs> like, you can't just go around doing bad things to people and hoping they hate you. I don't know, maybe it works for supervillains. <laughs> this is true. If you start, like... You I'm know, not in their calibre, though, am I? Well, There's, like, models and supermodels. May- <laughs> maybe if you wanted to get an enemy, then, you know, you could start destroying a city or no, something. No, I don't really want an enemy. I don't like enemies. You don't like enemies? No. But if one comes along, you're happy to, uh, you know, shoot them down. Well, if I have to have an enemy, then... I know, it seemed, it seemed like you were recruiting his all. That's why! At the time, I was like, you know, afterwards, I was like, that was really odd. <laughs> Maybe we should cut that out. <laughs> well, um, I found one for you, or at least a potential. No, I remember what I said. I was, remember I, I was saying some people you meet, what I thought was weird and not even true. I yeah. said, there's some people you meet in your life, and you're like, okay, you're either going to be my boyfriend or my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> what if, um... What because if the- they're the only two positions I have available, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So like, if, I'm not hiring. It's like... What What about... Uh, like, if middle management comes in, you can say, I'm sorry, we've only got executive officer yeah. or cleaner going. And then you're like, oh, I'll take enemy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, well, 
not boyfriend, so I guess enemy. So if you meet any girls, they're naturally... Uh, only option if they want to get to know you further is be your enemy. Enemy. No, that could be like my BFF, I guess. Oh, we got like top slot open. Yeah, top slot's always open. Like new BFFs. Like you- That's good because it keeps the, the, the competition fresh. <laughs> yeah, my old BFFs. That's right. I have to keep it up. Yeah, they have They're to like, really impress you lately. Who wakes up in the morning and is like, I really want more acquaintances. <laughs> <laughs> like not people I'm really close with, but not strangers either. Maybe Just those people, people that I see around now and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I was trying to. The point. That's the point I was trying to make at the time. Okay. But I didn't make it clearly enough. So my only quote was, "I either want a boyfriend or an enemy," which just sounded weird. So yeah. I was like, "That's why I regretted it." So you weren't just like, "I've got enough friends," but I could see some bump into people on the street a lot more. <laughs> yeah, that no, I don't need that. <laughs> All right. Well. But anyway, yes. Um, so I'm not looking for an enemy, but like the position's available is what I'm saying okay. in terms of where I'm hiring. Well, you could uh, consider this person. Though. Oh, okay. Because I found an ad on the uh, only place on the internet that hasn't been tainted by weirdos. Craigslist. Oh, naturally. Because yeah. they all started out there. Yeah, exactly. You can't taint something you created. <laughs> so I think maybe um, our, our weekly Craigslist segment is also in order. Craig segment? Craig segment. If, <laughs> if we had a friend called Craig... He would come in and read it. Yeah, just and just for this segment and leave. Yeah. But until I find someone called Craig to do that job. Dad has a friend called Craig. Jeffrey could be interested. I don't know. I'll ask Dad after the band aid incident. Yeah. I'm not sure that um me and Dad are on Craig oh. favor terms. Ooh. I know. I mean, if he needed like say a Renee and I could switch him for a Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a very specific job open for someone <laughs> named Renee. I need to know, like someone with a unisex name. I'd be like, well, I got a Renee. How will that do? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't, uh, I don't know any Ashleys. I got a position available for an Ashley. Just if we want to collect someone of every name. No, that's tiring. I take that back. Ashleys of the world. All right, but uh, unless you're a particularly lonely Ashley, and then I'll. I guess take pity on you. At the moment, we're just looking for Craigs, though. Yeah. And as, no, yeah, we're just looking for Craigs. As, as, we, or maybe extremely lonely Ashleys? Well, no. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, maybe some Ashley out there was like, yes, my first friend, like, a girl out there who will be friends with me, and I just took it back. So I was saying, just in case you are extremely lonely and an Ashley, I will be friends with you. Okay. So email me. <laughs> at the end of the show. Only lonely Ashley's though. We don't have time for every lonely person that listens to us. No. Because I assume that's what lonely people on with access to the internet do. Just search through uh, podcasts and look for friends. Dude, they use porn. Insane baby porn? <laughs> Maybe that's why they're lonely. Yeah. Their friends found out about their insane baby family fetish. Well, if that guy who searched for it is called Craig, then double the We could still email use us. you. Yeah. <laughs> but, double email us. Yeah. It, put us in the carbon copy. <laughs> put it urgent and also send us two emails so we know you're serious. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But until we get someone called Craig, I'll be doing You'll this Craigslist do. segment. Okay. And, alright, the ad read... Well, for anyone who doesn't know, Craigslist is a place where weird people meet up <laughs> and people advertise jobs. And, and uh, stuff and other stuff. It's still mostly weird people who advertise. And lonely Ashleys. Yeah. I, I hear there's a whole seg- a section just for lonely Ashleys. That was the only unisex name I could think of off the top of my head, except for Renee, so... Ash- you're lucky, Ashleys <laughs> of the world. Could have been just as easily Peters. Peters? That's yeah. not really a girl name. Yeah, P-E-T-A. Uh, okay, anyway. 
the ad read, Nemesis Wanted. Ah! Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I posted this. Oh, this is you? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you didn't answer your own ad then. Well, I can't. That'll be stupid. Oh, well, for anyone who isn't Vicky and hasn't read the ad yet, okay. it says, I'm the 18-year-old girl next door type who likes books and puppies by day. Sounds pretty good so far? I'm not 18. I stuffed up. No, but uh, I assume your nemesis... Could be. Yes. No, I don't want a nemesis that's younger than me. That's just too easy. You feel like you could crush them easily? Yeah. All right, she was well. still in her diapers when I was planning her demise. <laughs> wow, you got on that early. Yeah. Anyway. I didn't know who she was at the time. It was just general nemesis You were just demise. planning a, a, some kind of uh, mousetrap-like, uh, you know, construction. Yeah, it was, no, it was just a general nemesis plan with my sidekick, Ashley. <laughs> okay? A sidekick now. Sure. Okay. I got a space for a sidekick. Nemesis and sidekick. I got nemesis, sidekick, boyfriend, and BFFs always change up, so there you go. Right, so but it's just like middle, like, just like friend, or like acquaintance. You don't, you don't have friend acquaintance territory. No, for right, I'm glad we got that yeah. cl uh, clarified. See, like, Natasha came in and was, like, BFF. She skipped the... She's straight to the top. Yeah, that's right. She skipped sort of the middle management stage. And Ooh. She well, didn't need an entry-level position. She also said before this podcast, try not to over-podcast. I didn't really know what that meant, but I don't know. How do you think we're doing? Huh? Do you think we've over-podcasted yet? I'm not sure what that means. Does that mean, like, we go on too long? Or podcast too hard. What does that even mean? I know. We could be hardcore podcasters. No, but it sounds like a bad thing. Like, we're try-hard podcasters. Well, I don't think we've over-podcasted yet, so... I don't think but we ever have. Just, oh, I didn't think we I'm have until Natasha you. said that. Don't over-podcast, Vicky. Well, consider me warned, ex-BFF. Ooh. <laughs> Slot's still open, guys. That's right. This position just opened, Ashley's. <laughs> so, what uh, does she mean? I really need to know now. What does that mean? Did you... Uh, you didn't ask her any clarification. I was leaving as she said it, but I, you know... Ah, oh, so I was like, see you later, and she was like, don't try not to over-podcast. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like some serious advice. No, okay. no, seriously, she sat me down one-on-one, -on -one, like, all right, you've been doing pretty good so far, but... You're over-podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> just, mm. just, no for next time. Oh, no, that's right. It's like when you go for a jog, it's like, don't overdo it. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, I'm, I'm happy now. That's all right. Okay. You're back in the slot, Natasha. Phew. Yeah. I'm the 18-year-old girl next door type who likes books and puppies by day. I like those things. Vengeance. Crime fighting and justice by night. Eh. Up for the job? I'm into the grungy skater type. <laughs> oh. uh, please, no one older than 20, thanks. You wouldn't suit the costume. Well, there you go. So, I don't know, maybe you could pass for 20. I could, easily. I said to my brother the other day, I'm sure I've said this on the podcast before, actually. I was like, oh, I'm going to do, uh, as a joke, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go back to high school because I can't figure out what I should do at uni. Did and you he's say like, that on the podcast? I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. And, and you made some kind of reference to never being kissed, and then yeah. I wasn't paying attention, and I also made the same reference. Yeah, yeah. But he said, well, you better hurry up. You're running out of time. Yeah, I think you already told this story. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. But he's implying that I'm getting old. So if you want to apply for this job, do it quick. Yeah, pretty much. So do you, are you interested in uh, being <coughs> nemesis? I mean, you're not a grungy skater type. But no, I was like, I don't really fit that bill. But you think, uh, you know, she should keep looking? Well, whenever I hear girl next door in a personal ad, I've been trained to think ugly. Ooh. Yeah, that's what people told me. Like, it says, like... Who told you that? Do I have you ever read those, like, joke emails that's, like, what they say and what they really mean? Oh, okay, yeah. that's, like, the uh, translation. Yeah, that's right. Girl next door equals ugly. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, and so, unless I they I mean, we can't all live next door to Megan Gale, can we? 
but I mean, someone has to. <laughs> no, she lives in a field. Yeah, all that's right. But eventually, that's right. <laughs> she lives on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I think maybe the girl next door thing is that because you see them on a regular basis, maybe they seem more attractive as you get to know them. Ah. So like, I know they're pretty, but not uh, over the top pretty. But I think if someone describes themselves as the girl next door type, then that probably means they aren't. I like Megan Gale. I wish I had a next door neighbour. <laughs> you wish you had her next door neighbour or her as a next door neighbour? Any next door neighbour. That was hot. What? I thought you wish you had any next door neighbour. Well, buddy, you got two. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> ding, them. ding, ding, jackpot. <laughs> I, I need a girl next door. Uh, I've got a guy next door. Do, right. do you think uh, Megan Gale wants to move in? Sure, let's ask her. I really like Megan Gale, though. Like, out of all the supermodels, I really like her. She's okay. so, so friendly, don't you think? Yeah, she seems, um, relatable. Yeah, she's like the Antonia Kidman of the supermodel world. I would say more relatable than Antonia Kidman. Probably. Oh, Antonia Kidman. <laughs> Antonio Kidman, not very relatable. <laughs> or oh, existent. <laughs> yeah. To so my knowledge, at least. Not. We're gonna get an angry Antonio Kidman phone call in the middle of the night, like, I am real, putas. Because <laughs> he's Spanish, obviously, duh. Ah, so yeah. Maybe it's like Antonio Banderas. I'm coming for you, cabron. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah, Antonio Banderas, long lost uh, cousin or something. Yeah, maybe. Well, I, I just assume everyone in, uh, you know, Mexico is called Antonio, so there's got to be <laughs> someone like that. Yeah. Antonio Rodriguez. <laughs> Kidman. Happens. Mm. And uh, another thing we regularly, well, I regularly mention on the podcast is Eddie, my friend, who likes to go out of his way to hit on girls. <laughs> As opposed to what? People who incidentally hit on girls? By accident? Yeah. Just, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to uh, be so suave. Uh. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I didn't actually want to date with you. Actually, that probably happens to some people out there. <laughs> like, haven't you ever had, like, talk to someone and you think they're coming on to you, but they're not? Mm, I would probably just assume that everyone's coming on to me. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> like, well, maybe you know, the opposite, that, like, no one is coming on to me and that all you know, they always are. I went out to dinner last night with my friend Amelia and I was eating pizza and she says, she said by accident. It sounds hot already. She said by accident. Um, I want to do you. Yeah, it was so <laughs> awkward. No, she said, um, she's like, I meant eat the pizza. No, she was like, <laughs> good save, good save. <laughs> that looks like a really tasty pita. And so she's like, oh my God, I'm so glad your name isn't Peter. Uh, <laughs> I thought she meant like, um, like a pita bread or something no, like that. No, instead of pizza, she said that looks like a really tasty pita. Yeah, but I'm like, that's not really like that big of a slip up. Like, oops. no, but imagine if my name, I feel she was, she was like, I'm so glad I'm not on a date with someone called Peter. <laughs> maybe, oh. she, maybe she's trying to get that into your new nickname. Like, that looks like a very tasty Vicky. I mean, Peter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She, she, tried, she tried so hard. But, uh. Eddie, anyway. Eddie. I've got a new tip from him. Oh, great. I'm to him. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so you read his diary? Uh, his online diary, Eddie's <laughs> tips for hitting on chicks.com. Don't you have to pay for that? <laughs> it's yeah. like one of those ads that comes up. <laughs> it's like $5 a tip. <laughs> and then, so I pay for them and give them away to our listeners for free. Oh, wow, that's quite the rot. Yeah, so if you want to pay me back, feel free to go to our website and... <laughs> Donate $5. <laughs> yes, or even just click on some ads. Yeah, do that. I do. Alright, so we're driving home from the city, it's like me and, you know, a bunch of the guys... And uh, we stopped at a traffic light, 
and it's like raining and we we're all just, you know, late night in the car, a little tipsy. Oh my god, I know where this is going. Oh. Who's hello. pregnant? Uh, all of us. That, that <laughs> was a completely unrelated incident. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's like some weird uh, alien abduction cow probing thing. I don't know, this sounds exactly like what Julian wanted to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, after we all got pregnant, we stopped at this traffic lights, and uh, there's, it's not even like a hot chick, I would say the ugly girl next door type. Ooh, that's yeah. harsh. No, just the girl next door type, but she was with someone, possibly her dad, even most probably. But oh my god. We couldn't really see into the driver's side because she was, you know, in the passenger seat. Yeah. And <laughs> Eddie, being the driver, just like looks at her, he's like, oh, hello. And as, you know, with previous occasions, he uh, has slowed down or almost, you know, caused an accident. Yeah, to, to see a girl. Ha- look at hot chicks. But um, he just like beeps the horn. Yeah. I'm like. What is she supposed to do? Yeah, I don't know what she, he expected to come of this. It didn't uh, start turning into a makeout party all of a sudden. That's what I wonder about, guys. Guys do the weirdest things. <laughs> like, when I'm, like, walking down the street and someone drives by in toots, I'm like, am I supposed to chase the car? Like, yeah, what did you have to happen here? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Slow down, buddy. <laughs> Are you sure you don't wear your honk if you're horny t-shirt? Oh, that's that was what, my It keeps happening, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, it always happens at the end of the laundry cycle. I don't know <laughs> I don't why. Know why? Why is that? Every day on laundry day. Must <laughs> look really good. But yeah, she didn't even notice or like look. Then probably the car in front of us probably just thought that uh, he was like, "Why is the dickhead beeping me?" The bicycle. <laughs> yeah, ride. that's right. But uh, yeah, I just really like the idea. It's like, what have I got in my vicinity that I can use to pick up this chick? On go. That's I think that's why I've always thought that men do when they're driving in cars. It's like. Attractive woman. I gotta do something. Oh god, I got nothing. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could uh, get a megaphone and just shout a pickup line from here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> a man but, tried to pick me up on the train the other day. Yeah. Yeah, I, must look, I had a job interview, so I looked pretty swish, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, I was like, there was this old man coming down the stairs. I won't lie um, to you, I'm very turned on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think the old man was where it all started. He was like, that old man's obviously married. Yeah. <laughs> Who else has left? Oh, oh, this okay. young girl. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I saw him coming down the stairs. Oh, so the old man wasn't the one that was hitting on you? No, it was a young guy. Um, so he was coming down the stairs and the train, it was a Sandingham train, so I don't know if you've been to the Sandingham platform. You can like see from the train where people are coming. So I saw him coming and I knew the train was about to leave, so I got up and leant. Did he enter in slow motion? Felt like it. Yeah. It was probably fast to him. <laughs> it was a, it was the old man shuffle. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. So I leant against the door and they kept trying to close, but I like kept them open until he came. Yeah. And so then I went and sat down and this young guy was like, that was really nice. And I was like, well, it's kind of ambiguous at best because now the train is going to be late. And he laughed and he's like, no, really, that's like the nicest thing I've ever seen anybody do. And I was like... Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just really hang around some bastards. Yeah, I was like, you don't hang around with very nice people, Ben. And he's like, well, maybe I should hang out with you. And I said, uh, and he said, what's your phone number? And I said, uh, That's a pretty good line, though. <laughs> he, he worked it. He was like, oh. I was like, yeah, I'm nice because I don't pick people up on the train. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> he laughed. Did he actually say that? Yeah. Nice. He laughed and he's like, oh, well, it was worth a shot. <laughs> uh, okay. So that's, you know, he left in the high spirits. Yeah, he did. He was like, eh, worth a shot. Yeah. And then, like, another guy on the same day. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was that day I had my underwear tucked into my dress. And you were wearing your honk if you're horny shirt to the interview. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Stood. That's my, <laughs> that's obviously my interview outfit. And. Hot did, pants. And they honked? Oh, they honked. 
I said, offer me a job if you're horny. Uh, yeah. You got a variety of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So anyway, um, oh, I stepped off the curb, like, and I nearly stepped down in front of the car, so I stepped back. And I thought this guy said, be careful. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, sorry. And he must have meant that I meant, like, oh, sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Because he goes, I said, you're beautiful. Did she actually say be careful at the start? Or no, you... I don't think he did. Because it was kind of oh, like... Okay. Yeah. And I was like, just assumed, because that's what I'd just done, that it was be careful. Yeah. And he was like, I said, you're beautiful. And I was like, ah. But feel free to step in front of this moving vehicle. Yeah, I was like... Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was like, you're, I want to see something beautiful die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were really cool when you were flagrantly uh, avoiding safety he regulations. He obviously likes the bad girl. He's like, that's so hot. She'll step out in front of any car. Yeah. <laughs> But then you're like, oh, I thought you were really cool when you were concerned about my safety. Yeah, that's right. Everyone knows the bad girl's attracted to the nice guy. Yeah. I told my friend about this once, about, like, how someone really nice I knew was dating, like, a total a-hole. Is this girl Natasha? Mm. <laughs> no. And he was like, yeah, that's how it works. Nice people have to go out with someone mean. <laughs> I was like, that is not how it works. Just so they can be uh, stumped on? No, I don't know what his theory was. He's like, yeah, that's how it works. Nice people go out with mean people. So it kind of somehow balances out that between the two of them, they're average in terms of... I guess. Like, so, like, I guess. I don't know. But I don't want to go out with a mean person. If someone's a total jerk to me, I hate them. But you're post today. No, never. <laughs> I'm not a treat him mean, keep him keen kind of girl. Mm, fair enough. I'm a treat him nice, and we can one day, possibly in the future share rice in our house. This is a elaborate <laughs> scheme. That we will live in together because we're in love. Uh, okay. Are you fond of rice? Or I quite just, like rice, You actually. just like foods that rhyme with nice. I quite like rice. Okay. Or like, treat me nice and I'll give you a slice. A slice of pie or just... Of me. Oh. Yeah. Literally, because wow. that could be... Not only the woman with a less than average... Oh, it'll be about average number of faces, won't it? Mm. What else? What else rhymes with rice? <laughs> this is the section of the podcast where we <laughs> have nothing to say, so for the next 20 minutes... <laughs> I'm going to just rhyme like, with nice. Lice. Uh, <laughs> dice. <laughs> Treat me nice, and don't be on ice. Oh. Yeah, that's my... <laughs> there you go, that's my dating slogan. We'll Treat get, me nice, don't take ice. We'll get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Speaking of t-shirts, I um, heard this rumour about this guy that goes around Eastland Plaza, which is just like a shopping centre around here. Yeah. And uh, he has... He's bald. Mm-mm. And he, every time that these people see him, he wears a different uh, hair-related t-shirt. Really? Yeah, like homemade t-shirts or something. Who are these people that are paying notice of what this one man is wearing? Well, I don't know. It must have been... I got a new slogan when you're done. Okay. <laughs> it must have been an irregular... Uh, you know, t-shirt that you know, just kind of you're like, oh, someone's mentioning a wig on a t-shirt. Oh, that's he's probably a hairdresser. Mm, you have know. judges and friends who go around you... judging the t-shirts of others. I don't know. It just seems weird that what anyone do they would wear? have freaking biohazard suits that are all white. No, but it's just like <laughs> hair-related t-shirts. Like, I don't know. I don't have my Monday. I want to get a perm t-shirt. Yeah, but you're not a hairdresser. No, but even if it's like his job. Who are these people that are like, I work at a hairdresser, I want to advertise it on my t-shirt every day, in different hilarious slogans <laughs> that I made myself. Yeah, I don't know, I'm just... It just seems weird. <laughs> no, no, what's, what's this, uh, 
Treat me nice or pay the price. Or pay the price. Yeah. Because it sounds like, I'll pay the price. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yep, that's that's what happens. No, treat me nice or pay the price. Uh, Nemesis. Da, da, da. Yeah, you heard me. 18-year-old next door type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you been to Nando's recently? As in the shop? As in the fast food restaurant. Well, I won't even go so far as saying fast. It's medium pace. <laughs> yeah, it's not that fast, because my brother refuses to get me chips when he goes, because he says it takes too long. Because so he's an eat-in man, and I'm going to bring me home something, and he's like, no, because I have to wait when I'm done. Uh, yeah. yeah, so no, I haven't. Well, they've gone pun crazy. Oh, God. I know. Those guys need their pun license taken away. I reckon. It's like every single thing in the store has a peri-peri joke oh, squeezed God. in there somehow. <laughs> it's like uh, some of the ones that I observed have a peri-peri good day. Which isn't isn't terrible, but it's you know a little forced. But then it gets to be as uh, tell us about your ex peri peri periods. It's <laughs> not a thing. <laughs> Damn the stutter! I would beg to differ. Oh, uh, maybe they just got yeah someone for speech impediment. To, <laughs> yeah, that's right. uh, read me out this sign. <laughs> it's like, all right, you sure you want the ex peri peri? Yeah, right, we'll all do right. it. Shouldn't have got Dave the Stutterer to be our promo guy. Yeah, well, and the promo girls, in fact, they're called the Portugasm girls. Yeah, I find that so awkward. Well, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, like, I'm not even sure. Is that sure. Portugal and orgasm together? I don't know. Or just like, maybe it's ship related and it's port and oh, orgasm. orgasm. I'm pretty sure it's to do with Portugal. But it doesn't, that does, that's not a thing. I've always thought Portugal even sounds like something. It's like something you should do to someone, like Portugal. I'm always like, what do you mean? Oh, the place. When <laughs> someone's like, I'm going to port your gal. I'm like, you're going to do what to my what? Do people like say that they're going to Portugal a lot too? I have a friend from Portugal. Oh, okay. Mm. Does she know what a portugasm is? To him. Does he know what a portugasm is? He does portugasms on a daily basis? To know. Because uh, if we go to Nando's and the food is not portugasmic, then I'll be disappointed. In your ex peri peri spirits? Yes. <laughs> and I'll, I'll send them feedback on my not a very, not a peri peri good time. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I like the, uh, snorgasm, which we've mentioned on the snow. Yeah, the snorgasm is a thing. Though. Yeah, but that, like, works in terms of, you know, portugasm. <laughs> that's just like, what can we, how can we make this sound awesome? <laughs> yeah, that's right. People like orgasms. Yeah. <laughs> can, we, can we say it's pot you tasty? You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's got to be better than tasty. What do people really like? Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm uh, not boycotting Nando's because it's delicious, <laughs> but someone needs to write their best sign. That's not, alone, that sounded really stupid. I'm not going to boycott Nando's because it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Bring down your quality. <laughs> that They won't have that on the back of the bottles, is what I'm saying. Well, that's what you hate. Tell you what I hate. Mm. Things that you realise you need at the very second you need them, and they never really seem to be relevant any other time. Like... Oh, like, so you go out of your way to get one, and... No, 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 like, you only need it at the second you need it, and then later on you won't think of it. So it's like, every time the need comes up, you're like, damn it! Oh, uh, yeah. Like, um, I needed shampoo this morning in the shower, and it's like, I'm already in the shower, it's not like I can go get some now. Yeah, it's that thing where you're like, alright, I'm gonna remember it this time. Yeah, that's right, like, so... Yeah. Like, you always figure it, because you're, like, you're already in the shower, so you can't write it down. And it's not like bread, we can just, like, walk out and get some. Mm. So you're always like, okay, I'm going to use, like, a mnemonic device. Soap, soap, soap. Soap rhymes with Pope. And then I, like, get to the store later, and I'm like, why did I need 
Rope? I need to buy Pope. <laughs> so I do with Pope. Must have been Rope. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I need Rope I keep, for. I keep coming home with my uh, Indiana Jones play set and <laughs> no soap. God damn it. Yeah. And I get all sweaty wearing all that leather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like there's so many things like that. Like you need them in that second, but it's not convenient to get it. Yeah, like what else are you thinking? Oh, there's so many things. Like... I don't know, like, everything in the shower, everything yeah. in the bathroom. It, it does seem very bathroom-related. It is, experience. everything in the bathroom. And you're like, I swear I'm going to relate. And then as soon as you step out of the shower, you're like, ah, oh, I'm all good now. Yeah, that's right. And you, like, forget about it. Like, Band-Aids? Yeah. And that why you leave them in the shower to remind you. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, Band-Aids. <laughs> I need a problem solved, Vicky. Oh. Man bags. Yeah. We need one. We? Well, specifically men. <laughs> I was not including you as uh, the I was like, I don't need one. <laughs> okay. Well, see, girls, it's socially acceptable for them to wear, like, you know, a, a medium-sized bag. My bag's huge. Yeah. Well, that's also socially acceptable, but I don't need a huge bag. Okay. Because I've got a backpack. Pockets. Well, I need something between the size of pockets and backpack. Oh. There's, there's nothing for guys, unless I really am turning into Indiana Jones and I have <laughs> some kind of satchel with me. You need a pocket. Well, okay. Do you, want, <laughs> do you want to invent a bucket for me? A bucket? Okay. Yes. It's not quite a pocket, not quite a bag. Do you write for Nando's? <laughs> no, I went for bucket uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to retire and I give me a job. Wait, wait, if you're horny, teacher. If you're listening to this, I'm already registering bucket.com, so don't even bother. People are going to confuse us with buckets, though. Well, maybe that's what I need. A bucket? A bucket pocket. Ah, oh, oh, God. Well, what would we call it then? A bucket bucket? Yes. Oh, God. That can be the second generation of Bucket. The Bucket Bucket? Yes. Oh, this is stupid. Well... I feel like we're in a Dr. Zeus business. <laughs> we just need something, like... Because I have my keys, my wallet, my phone, and my PSP. And, like, I can put You're going to drop something from the lineup. Well, I need it all of them Your team's flabby. I was... I could have... I'm sorry, your team's flabby. You're going to drop something. But they're all important. Yeah. How I can't get home without my keys. I can't buy drinks without my... PSP, I can't... Without your PSP? Well, without my money. And then my PSP entertains me on the train. PSP's out of the lineup. It, it is the one that seems likely to be most... Expendable. Yes. But what am I going to do on the train for like that hour while I was like bored? Invent the bucket. Clearly we've done that in two minutes. <laughs> that won't last a whole hour. Yeah. Think of better slogans for Portugal. But I don't know, maybe, is there any way that I can bring in some kind of man bag? My brother has a bag. Is it, you know, uh, medium size to carry all those things, but, you know. Yeah, not. it's kind of like, oh, I'm going to draw it in there and you can describe it because uh -huh. I'm bad. It's like kind of this big. She drew some kind of square. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of like a square. It's like maybe that big, like one hand length. Alright. It's like quite small. So that that's appropriate. Yeah. So, what, is, what does it look like? It's grey. And how does he wear it? Like across his body. It's like, See, that, like a long black That's the thing, that's like the Indiana Jones style of wearing. But, I don't know if I can pull that off. Oh, really? He's also got diabetes, so if anyone bags him out for his man bag, he's got an acceptable excuse. Because he's got syringes in there? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and like, you can always threaten people. You feel like a him. dick if you're like, hey, man bag. He's like, it's life-saving insulin, you ass. <laughs> he's <laughs> well, like, oh, well, <laughs> maybe that's what I, I mean. back to med school. <laughs> All right, so the solution is I get a life-threatening illness. Yeah, I'm just or a bucket. And just pretend that, or I just pretend I have a life-saving illness. A life-saving illness. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like that uh, 
guy from the 4400 <laughs> going around healing people. I don't save someone, I'm gonna get seriously ill. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would suck. Someone throw themselves in front I'd, of a car. I'd constantly need to be saving people on the regular Maybe basis. Maybe not suicidal. The train guy. No, no, no. When I st- <laughs> he wishes. No, when I step out in front of the car and he's like, you're beautiful. Yeah, that's don't what I meant. Don't kill yourself. No, it was two different guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, sec- the, tr- the car guy. Yeah, car guy. Yeah. I'm just getting my stories confused. And what, he thought you were suicidal, and so he was giving you hope. Yeah, like, it's okay, you're beautiful. Or maybe he was just uh, listening to some, um, uh... James Blunt? Yes, thank you. You're beautiful. That's why he got confused, because that happened on a train. Yeah. <laughs> that song is really threatening when you think about it. Okay. She's, he's like, I saw you on the train or something, you were with another man, but I won't lose no sleep on that, because I've got a plan. <laughs> <laughs> A plan to that song is not a love song, it's a murder song. Oh, I, I, was, I was thinking maybe a plan to cheat on this girl. With her boyfriend? What? I, I don't really know the story behind <laughs> that beautiful. There's a plan to, what, pick off this other guy, you reckon? Yeah, he, he sees a girl on a train and he thinks he's beautiful, but she's already with another guy. So, confirmed James Blunt stalker? Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> that she does spend a lot of time with uh, old men by the sea. He's obviously evil. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. And he has a piece. Obviously. <laughs> yes, he's obviously. Yes. Yeah, I think that's the only conclusion we can draw from James Blunt's music career: evil. Yeah, he is because he also admits that he has a picture of Dor- he lives like the picture of Dorian Gray. What does that mean? Well, the picture of Dorian Gray is an Oscar Wilde book where basically this young man um, doesn't age because he has a painting in his attic that ages for him. Ooh. Yeah, and he kind of it's a bit evil and stuff. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Evil. Well, it's quite. It's like magic and stuff. I, this so, is not so, like the so Oscar Wilde hour. I'm going to tell you the whole plot. What do we? Um, yeah, how do we destroy James, James Blunt? Blunt? Do we have to burn the painting or yeah, something? Have to destroy the painting. Well, let's, if anyone storms James Blunt house and sees a um, painting of a very old man, or just a picture of James Blunt in general. Yeah, but he's old in the painting. Oh, uh, okay. So it's not like some Benjamin Button scenario where he ages backwards in the painting. No, the painting ages for him. And so what so if he stays young. What if the painting like gets too old and dies? That doesn't happen. <laughs> Stupid. I found a, a plot hole in Oscar Wilde's book. <laughs> Rewrite it. No, you have to read it to understand. Fair enough. I had an accidental Freudian slip though this week. Yeah. No, that's all. Oh, you didn't want to tell us today? No, or? I did. Because I work in a call centre, as you know. So mm. usually I have to say, you know, welcome to company name. This is Vicky. Um, you don't want to give him any airtime. Oh, no, I do not. Go. Have I told you about what I do to customers when they complain? They like have this diet, this whole diatribe for like five minutes, and then I just wait till they're finished, and I go, "Yeah." <laughs> I stopped listening like two minutes ago. So that's <laughs> so funny. They're like, "Why is it so expensive?" And this customer service is so crap, and I can't believe I have to pay so much, even though the traffic's banked back to back. And they just go on and on, and then I just think it would be so funny. And then you just went through this whole thing, and the other person just goes. Yeah. So have you done that to people? So all the time. It's like what I do. Do they get extra pure stuff? No. And then at the end, I go, is there anything else I can help you with? And they go, you didn't really help me. And I said, okay, thanks for your call. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, sons of bitches. Yeah, how funny is that though? You know later they're like bitching to their friends like, I called up and I complained and they didn't even care about me. Okay. Or like I just stay silent. Like they get to the end of their diatribe and I don't say anything. Just leave them in awkward silence? Yeah. And pretend uh-huh. like you're not there until they hang up? No, then they're like, are you there? I'm like, yes. I just don't have to... 
because people carry on like child, like yeah. child, like children. It's ridiculous. So I just am like, if you want to let it out, <laughs> I have no reason to answer. It yeah, maybe than yeah. it's like, um, can I help you with anything else? They're like, no, you really provided an outlet for my emotional pain. <laughs> Why can't they say that? Why can't they tell the truth? Yeah. Because I can't help them. So I'm like, yeah. So you should be like, company name slash anguish hotline. <laughs> I'm already in that. But anyway, this week I accidentally said, welcome to I love you. This is Vicky. And was it like a really hot person on the other side? I don't know. It's a phone. <laughs> what? They didn't. I don't video call. They didn't be like, oh, yeah. It doesn't go beep, beep, beep. 10 out of 10. Ah, uh, like, I, I love you. Yeah. No, it was an accident because I was reading. I love you on the screen. I hate it when that happens because I was reading. reading? <laughs> the company manual, obviously. No. The, the plot to I love you, man, <laughs> featuring Paul Rudd. No, yeah. No, it was some sort of. Um, sequel to P.S. I Love You and I Love You Man called P.S. I Love You Man. Ah. Yeah, it's really good. I have to get on that. <laughs> but anyway, so I accidentally said to them, welcome to CityLink. No, I didn't. I wish I'd said that because that was my real job. I said, welcome to I Love You. And this is Vicky because I read out what I was reading instead of what I should have said. And they didn't react? No, they didn't even notice. They started complaining and I was like, yeah. And it's like when I went to um, McDonald's and it wasn't a Freudian slip. I was just purposely seeing what they were doing. And I ordered a sausage and egg McLovin, <laughs> and then I found $50, and I got a bacon and egg McLovin. Wait, sausage and egg McLovin. Oh. And so it was a good day all around. It was a very good day, Maybe. so she's ignoring the McLovin. Yeah, well, she didn't really notice. She probably didn't, yeah, you don't really, you just sort of ignore it. Yeah. I accidentally stole a, ma- a mango this week, not a muffin. Was it my mango? No, no, I'm no. looking forward to this mango Yeah, later. I know. I was like, who's this mango for? You're like, me and only me. I was like, okay, I'll go for the old spaghetti in the fridge then. <laughs> Even though I haven't eaten anything all day. No, me and my friend Amelia, as I said, were hanging out last night. And we were walking down the street in St Kilda. And there was like um, a box of mangoes on a bin. Okay. So we picked one up, not to eat. We like threw a fire. No, on a bin, not in a bin. No, on t- like on a dumpster, sitting on top of a dumpster. So we were like, well, they must be throwing them out. I was, she like picked one up. I was like, ew, Amelia, I don't eat it. Yeah. This is weird already. Yeah, so we picked one up. And I, um... You're like, mmm, mang- mang- uh, dumpster mango. Yeah, that's awesome. I was like, ew, Amelia, gross. Yeah, I've crossed so, the line between man and butt. Yeah, she had. Again, we always do in this podcast. But I was like, no way, we're not eating this. So I took it and I drew a pirate face on it. There's a big, my new profile picture on Facebook. I'll it? add it to the gallery. And it's still there in Ackland Street, if you go by. What, the mango? Yeah, it's like a, on top of a pole and it's dressed as a pirate <laughs> and so anyway we drew a pirate on it and then we came back and this woman had like angrily taken her mangoes back and put them inside her car so obviously oh. like she'd just been opening her car and put them there for like a second <laughs> and we stole one by accident so she didn't um she didn't see you take them or anything no 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 because she'd obviously been like doing something like putting her shopping in the car maybe or how, something how long did you leave and come back for um five minutes like we went and drew it and put it on and left and walked back. It's so funny if she would have, like, come back and you're just fucking with her mango. <laughs> yeah, no, she didn't see us with her, thank God. <laughs> so, <laughs> How funny is that? We're like, no way, because they were dumpster mu- uh, mangoes. Dumpster mangoes. <laughs> but they, like, looked alright, I guess. Yeah, they looked fine. They weren't off or anything, but, but like... As if you were, you know, just I'll secretly uh, place my mango on the dumpsters and no one will touch Nothing will happen. Them. That's why no one will touch them here on a yeah. dumpster. <laughs> We also took another one and wrote, I love you, and put it in a mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> so if you got delivered a mango... And we wanted to write mango good, song lyrics on it, but we didn't. It'd be so good if uh, it was the same person that called your work, and they're like, <laughs> who is this woman? Yeah! She's everywhere, loving me in so many ways. <laughs> and then we were talking about how um, the people who wrote Go West obviously never lived in Melbourne. 
Go west, life is peaceful there. Uh, what's what's mango song lyrics? Um, mango west. Oh, okay. <laughs> when a mango loves a woman. <laughs> Amelia's in advertising. Maybe she does do the. Maybe she's the one with the peri peri experiences. Well, I'll get her to fix it if she's in charge of Nando's. I'll ask her. Do you have a range of Vicky for us this week? I do. I have two. Ooh. So, um, maybe we should like flip something or something. Would you rather hear? Well, I'll just save the next one for next week. But would you rather hear a story about sharks mm-hmm. or a story about parrot? A parrot. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of feeling the sharks at the moment. But really? parrots are hilarious. Well, we, I think we should, really funny. I think we should flip something. All right, we'll flip something. I'm now less inclined about the sharks with the way you reacted. Oh, no, they're both good, but I think the parrot is funnier, but we'll flip something. Well, after last week's episode, listening to the podcast back, you threw up. Yeah, I vomited listening to the crispy spider story. Which I'm so glad that you vomited listening to it, not, not just saying Yeah, because we were talking about vomit that episode as well. Well, you barely got through the story. You oh, almost so threw up, gross. and as I mentioned, oh. I would have had to burn down my bed. I listened to it twice, the podcast again twice, and the second time I didn't throw up, but I gagged again. Maybe if you ever need to induce vomiting, like if you're really just sick, think about just it. listen to that episode. And Yeah. Alright, so I've got my phone here. Oh, does it have like a coin clipping on it? Or are you just going to throw your phone? No, like <laughs> screen side up will be shark, and camera side up will be parrot. parrot. Okay. It is shark. It bounced ah. off. It bounced off parrot side to shark side. I don't know. Wait. No, I'm telling a parrot story. Oh, well, that was a useless experiment. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do with flipping coins. You find out um, your true intention. Yeah. So thanks for giving me the option, and everyone who's really hanging for a shark story, tune All right, in next fine. episode. No, you've already decided on parrot. No, no. Here we go. The shark story. Uh, fine. Very, Actually, there's some um, very oh, wishy-washy <laughs> episode. I think it is. No, there's a lot of um, other random facts on this sheet of paper because I printed it out. Mm. Um, so I'll tell you that. Ithyphalophobia, this is not Range Vicky, this just also happens to be on the same piece of paper. I'm okay. a scrap piece of paper. Ithyphalophobia is a morbid fear of seeing, thinking about, or having an erect penis. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I don't have that. I'm sorry, why is this our scrap paper at home? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. What, um, I can't imagine any guys having that. Otherwise, they'd be, like, terrified their whole life. <laughs> well, we obviously know Ben gets erections a lot. No, I mean, just, <laughs> like, you couldn't escape it. If you're there, you're like, oh my god! <laughs> get it away and from get me! Get off me! Okay. Is it most of those beings that have ichophilophobia? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you that dueling is legal in Paraguay as long as both parties are registered blood donors. What was the first thing that was legal? Dueling. Oh, I thought you said drooling. That too. That's legal as well, but you don't have to be both like, registered. Yeah, it'd be a bit harsh to make that illegal anyway. <laughs> yeah. People can help that. Yeah. It's at night as well. <laughs> There's a lot of tired people in retards in jail in Paraguay. <laughs> okay. Oh, I don't really like this shark story, though. Just read it. You got it. Okay, fine. Um, so there's these sharks in... Wait, wait, wait. It's aged singular You forgot to say... No. Oh, okay, you ready? I'm ready. You have to sing the thing first. Ranger Vicky! Okay, I've got to figure out where this shark is actually. <laughs> what? Okay, it doesn't actually say. He's in an aquarium, anyway. Oh, Belgium! He's in an aquarium in Belgium. It's another aquarium story. Mm. We've had a lot of aquarium stories in Ranger Vicky. Well. I'm pretty sure this one's true though. Um, so this. Um, shark? Zebra shark, six years old zebra Ooh. shark, called Zorro. Um, Oh no, he was shipped to London, sorry, we went from Belgium, 
because he was sick of Belgium. He'd had enough. Two languages, that's just too much. Okay. Um, and so he was shipped to London. Good to know. Yeah, on Valentine's Day to try and mate with um, a single shark called Mazawabi. That's what I would name my shark. But yeah. Unfortunately, because although Zoro, quote, Zoro has something of a reputation as a ladies' shark. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Such a player. <laughs> Zoro. And as Mazawabi had been single for a number of, e- number uh, of years now. That's so sad. I know. Lady Shark and the Clingy. Where was she on Craigslist? I know. We really thought they'd get together very quickly, said Paul Hale, director of the, uh, the London Sea Life Aquarium. Mm-hmm. But it's been months since their first introduction, quote, and although there are certainly signs that Zoro's been making advances, we really would have expected some serious mating by now. Uh. Zoro's just laying groundwork, I say. Yeah, he's just he's trying caring. not to He's asking it. about her family. <laughs> I know, it sounds like she's being a bit uptight about it all. Yeah, all. no, but he's put, I just think he's putting in groundwork. It takes time. Okay, so... So anyway, they've decided to play them on loop. Um, songs to put them in the mood, mm. including Barry White and Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. Okay, so when they decide this... <laughs> I, I can understand that kind of works for humans because it's like lyrics about sex and stuff. <laughs> for sharks. Well, don't they fertilize just, just the eggs? It's not like, let's fertilize your eggs. Yeah, maybe if they That's got Barry White to specifically record a Tiger Shark <laughs> version of yeah. the song. But I, I figured this ain't going to be too successful. Well, yeah. I just think she's heard about his reputation as a ladies' shark. Yeah, she doesn't want to just be another nutch in the... Finn. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. She's been single for a number of years, Ben. She's choosy. Maybe she's uh, past her prime. No way. She just knows he's a ladies' shark. Maybe he needs some kind of cougar. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Thank you. <laughs> Keep sipping. Um, well, it says here that Paul said, <laughs> quote, Risa suggests that fish can not only hear music but can appreciate different tunes and melodies. So we've decided to see if some good old-fashioned love songs will get them in the mood. But it doesn't say they successfully had quadruplets? Well, no, this was only posted a couple of months ago, so we don't know yet. I suspect <laughs> that they did not, mate. No. It'd, it'd be good if like everything else in the tank started having it. <laughs> yeah, that's right, the starfishes and the seaweed. Yeah, it's like we got an overabundance of starfish. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, no sharks. Why is there so much seaweed growing? <laughs> They're self-pollinating. <laughs> that's, that's why it's so easy. Yeah. I'll tell you both the stories, shall I? Okay. On Double Ranger Vicky. Whoa. Double Vicky. Oh, shit. Sorry, I ruined it. Double Vicky. It's not really me. It's Double Vicky. That's the official term now. Okay, fine. We also named your clone Double Vicky. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the Vicky Double? I forgot it was a Siamese clone. Oh, okay, yeah. well. Um, so anyway, this is about Winston Churchill's parrot. Okay. You know who Winston Churchill is, don't you? Yeah, parrot owner Winston Churchill, yeah. Yeah, but... <laughs> famous parrot owner. Yeah. <laughs> famous for his ownership of one parrot. I think he was, like, Prime Minister or something, but During mostly the, the parrot. Si- mostly yeah. the parrot thing. Yeah. During the war... Um, and he was also the guy that suggested that we play love songs to sharks. Oh shit, I'm reading the wrong side of a paper. Uh, <laughs> but I hear he's got phobia of erections too. <laughs> and he's allowed to duel in Paraguay. Which is good, but it made an awkward patch for his parent. Great guy. One of Renee's boyfriend's uh, idols. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, but anyway, good guy. Leader of the um, allies of the You say one English. of Renee's boyfriends. Does she have many boyfriends? Or he just has many idols? <laughs> We'll leave that for you to decide. Oh, yeah. 
Um, his, her parrot, his parrot. I have that idle boyfriend. Like, she can just take one out of the that, That's what I was trying to say. She runs, like, an idol-like competition. Oh, okay. Where she starts out with hundreds of weirdos. And no. ends up with Guy Sebastian. Oh, I, I, I was meaning, like, idols, they just, like, stay still until she needs one. Oh, no, no, no. She, that's what I said. She ends up with Guy Sebastian. You got a new idea for a, a TV show? Idol, idol. <laughs> it's just who can stay still the longest. The, longest. the idol, idol. Yeah. I'd be good at that. I'm pretty dead idol. <laughs> anyway, so Winston Churchill, leader of <laughs> England during the war, um, has his 104-year-old parrot has recently become the most recent addition. It happened recently. Mm. So much I mentioned it twice. Um, to the garden centre in East England. Um, but they've found that... Um, Winston Churchill's parrot has actually learnt to say some of the things that he used to say. So now this parrot, called Charlie, 104 years old, yells out at patrons of this particular garden centre in East England, Fuck Hitler! Fuck the Nazis! <laughs> awesome! <laughs> Are you sure it's just not a really racist parrot? And they're like, it's probably Winston Churchill's. <laughs> no, it is. And the quote of the um, keeper is, So when Charlie gives her opinion of the National Socialist German Workers' Party... It is rendered with a Churchillian inflection. Mm. So it sounds like Winston... How creepy would that be? Yeah, I know. If you're walking through the gardens and you hear Winston Churchill yell out, Fuck Hitler! Fuck the Nazis! Oh, we got now. Fuck Hitler. <laughs> so I wouldn't recommend any um, veterans go to that garden lest you have flashbacks. <laughs> or any uh, Nazis. But um, just in case you were wondering, they, they said that Charlie wanders around the grounds in summer but stays indoors in the winter. Oh. Yeah, just for those of you who... Charlie's habits. Yeah, parrot habitat. Yeah, that's right. During the winter, indoors. And uh, if anyone's wondering, there's many Nazi-friendly parks in the area that you can go to. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Just don't go there. Yeah. You'll get offended. (laughs) (laughs) I had an idea, Vicky. Let's get rid of Ranger Vicky? No. Oh. But. I like the idea of an idea, Vicky. And I, what, just... You ideas. <laughs> yeah, but with better ideas. <laughs> if I was like, oh, there, here comes the ideas, Vicky. Because you would like that. Because you. <laughs> it's like me, but better. Obviously, you would like that. Anyway, go on. Well, it runs along a theme of many of my ideas, Ooh. which are basically just thinking of something good and turning it more dirty. Oh, great. Yeah, don't sound too excited. <laughs> but Fuck Hitler. Yes. Fuck the Nazis. Damn, parrots are always stealing my ideas. But, um,. Little Miss Books and Mr. Men. Yeah. They've been, uh, you know, pretty popular over the years. Yeah. But I invented a new Little Miss. No. Little Miss Curious. She was good. Yeah. But, no, it's even better. It's Little Miss Bi-Curious. You just shat all over our childhoods. No, I think this could be a great teaching tool. Yeah, now you're going to say Grug is made out of pubes. He probably was. He wasn't! What was he made of? Hair. Yeah, where'd where'd that hair come from? Brides in India okay. who have to cut their hair for their wedding day. And, and that's hair extensions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not having this. You can't you take away my childhood after it's so long ago. Little Miss Bag Curious, it could be a thing. It's not a thing. What about Little Miss Blowjob? <laughs> there could be a cross. That's a pedophile! <laughs> there could be a cross promotion between Little Miss Blowjob and Little Miss Handjob. Blowjobs off little misses. You need to take a good hard look at yourself. Yeah, she could play the Mr. Men. Or Mr. Penis. I'm hoping. She's a little miss. No, it's not on. <laughs> Gotta wait till she grows up into. Misses. 
So this is this is uh, by curious is okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put the you the turned, words okay anywhere near this idea. <laughs> you turned my Simpson all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> well, since this is the last episode of 2009, I should Probably. suspect we might have time for an emergency podcast. But as, at the rate we've been going, this could be the last. Could one. be the last one. But if it's not, ignore that. Yes. <laughs> but. Uh, since there was some craziness last New Year's Eve, I thought we could recap in anticipation for this New Year's Eve. Okay. So we're, Let's at, do it. we're at a party at our friend Renee's Renee, house. Renee, again. At one of it should her... be a very Renee podcast. Ooh. Renee. And uh, everyone was drunk. Agreed. Everyone. And she lives in like a paddock, probably with, with uh, Megan Gale. Yeah, she could be Megan Gale's next door neighbour if yeah. Megan Gale had no neighbours. Yeah. That's how far she lives out. And so, you know, it was a fun New Year's Eve. Music pumping. Yeah, it's Alcohol fun. flowing. Yeah. Pool there. Filled. I can't remember if we were in it. <laughs> Pool. Existing. Yeah, there you go. There we go. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when we got there, one of the first ideas that me and the guys get is let's go cow tipping. <laughs> because, you know, that seems like an awesome idea when you're drunk. And, really? Not well, to most people. Well, it... I don't know, we hadn't had that much, but it did sound <laughs> very exciting. And uh, so she had like a field of cows, a herd, if you will. <laughs> and uh, it was on the other side of like a hill. Mm. And so we're like, all right, we'll do it after midnight. So we're coming. Because uh, <laughs> then the cows won't see it coming. <laughs> yeah, well, we're like, they, we have to wait for them to go to sleep or something, right? right? Before they turn into pumpkins. Yeah, I haven't done much cow tipping experience, but it seems like the best way in our drunken state. I wouldn't put it on my resume, that's for sure. I did, I haven't but, had that much experience. Um, it only applies for a very select group of jobs. <laughs> so, uh, it was like me and three other guys, uh, after midnight, we're like, yes, let's do this. It's pitch black, can't see shit. Oh, but great. But we've got our uh, phones, which are using as torches, mm. and mine was not doing much <laughs> but uh, some of the guys had better ones so that kind of helped jump over the pool fence <laughs> and within like about two seconds of sitting out setting out on this adventure <laughs> completely twisted my ankle and almost you know immobilized myself <laughs> for the rest of the week that's right the cows fought back <laughs> yeah like, like mind powers yeah or something. that's right <laughs> that's why they always got their eyes half closed they're always they're plotting doing something doing the stink eye <laughs> uh, so uh yeah, I, I jumped out over this fence, but keep going because luckily the alcohol was numbing the pain. I didn't realize that I couldn't walk <laughs> properly until the next day. Oh, God. And uh, then as it's dark, we had to, like, climb over a barbed wire fence. <laughs> One of the other guys cut their hand open on a barbed wire fence, which, you know, is probably rusty and gave them some crazy diseases. Like tetanus. That's one of them. <laughs> And, uh, That'll kill off the rest of the diseases, don't worry. Yeah, they cancel each other out, mm. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Mm. And then um, we had a couple of drinks in our hand, so another guy was about to charge a cow <laughs> and cut his finger. Charge? You guys obviously don't know how to cow tip. Well, we, okay, so we kind you of... sneak and then push. We approached them very uh, subtly and they started just, like, running away. Ah. And so they obviously... It's all over. They obviously didn't fall asleep like we had planned. <laughs> no. Like, these are you know, prepared cows. So like, it was they, New Year's! Yeah, these guys are having a party. It's, they're going to get drunk and want to tip us over, guys. Let's, <laughs> let's hustle. We'll make a pact that wake up each other up if anyone starts to fall asleep. Yeah. So, uh... They had a sentry. 
A century? Hmm. What's that? A lookout. Ah, uh, okay. A century. I got you. I thought you meant like a century or something. Oh, that too. Of cow experience to know it had what's been passed like. down yeah. through the generations. <laughs> that's right. This in is cow the day. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Newsy, watch out. Anyway, go on. So another of our friends charges one of these cows after you know the sneaking tactics did not work. Cuts his finger open on the uh, beer can that he's holding. Oh god. So by the end of it, I think four out of the five of us were <laughs> hobbling back, bleeding and crippled and everything. To, uh, so stupid drunk boy zero, cows one. Yeah. Cows four. <laughs> cows four, exactly. So they definitely came off um, ahead that year. Yeah. But I don't know. I think they win because there's likely not going to be any cows this year. Mm-hmm. But uh, the other thing is, I remember counting down to New Year's <laughs> and uh, everyone's like huddled around the TV because they got the fireworks and shit and the countdown. It's like, I remember very clearly the 60 <laughs> second countdown. And uh, I'm sitting down with next to you, and this girl Alex comes over, which uh, I was flirting a bit with during the night unsuccessfully. Quite attractive girl, I guess. And uh, Vicky was playing wingman, or so I thought. I was. And then I was doing a good job as wingman. I uh, remember looking at I watched about twenty minutes later. I'm like, huh, Miss New Year's. <laughs> so. Then, Somewhere between the 10 second countdown and New Year's. Yeah. And just... I had rage blackout or something. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I pushed over like 20 cows in that time. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Do you remember what happened in that 20 minutes, Vicky? I think you want to say. Well, apparently I found I out... I was the victim in this story. The victim. Well, I was I, victim. I can get your point of view. Okay. But uh, I found out later... Well, we can't get yours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't have one. That I, I probably just saw this and my mind was blown (laughs) (laughs) amongst other things (laughs) I think you need to get a healthy dose of um, itophilophobia (laughs) (laughs) but apparently Vicky and Alex this other girl not ex-boyfriend Alex yeah because that would be actually I don't know which would be more awful (laughs) well I I wasn't trying to hit on Alex that night (laughs) (laughs) that's every other night yes you take a night off and you I I don't need to try (laughs) Um, we, yeah, they were making out. No, we weren't making out. Okay, what do you say? Well, I, I was watching, I was, I'm pretty sure she was, no, I wouldn't say that, that's bad. But anyway, I was, um, watching TV. Yeah. And then suddenly there was just like another face attached to my lips. Doing what, exactly? She just kissed me and then like, I just was like, ah, and that's what happened. So you kissed Alex, who I was trying to kiss. Mm. And then... I blacked out at this opportune <laughs> moment. You didn't see it, but she kissed me, yeah. I, I never blacked out in my entire life. I was life. really drunk, so I didn't really know what was going on, so I like, kissed her back and I was like, wait a minute. Like, wait a minute, it's you. Yeah, I was like, mm. She tricked you into kissing yeah. me. Yeah, but it... she ruined my love life for the year, because what happens on years is what happens for the year. You were a lesbian that year? So bad. Ooh. <laughs> I wish. Who can we uh, arrange to kiss you this year? Someone better? Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, maybe we'll say that. I didn't even know it either, so it was quite weird. Yeah, well, apparently she knows you quite well, though. Yeah, that's right. Mm. But, um. A little too well. (laughs) So. That was alright. I don't know if there's any similar stories, we'll be telling them on next podcast. Oh, from this news? I'll do my best to make sure that there is. (laughs) So, uh. I guess that finishes it for possibly 2009. Gotta go to Rodney's B-Day dinner. Definitely for F11. Equal Equal Cop Rock rock. episode. And so, uh, 
just want to say, if you want to email us, you can get me at bin at insaneramblings.net. Please email me. I would love to get emails. I love emails. Please. It gives my life some sort of meaning. <laughs> at vicky at insaneramblings.net. And just you can wish my, my father Rodney a happy birthday. He's appeared in the podcast a few times. Just vicky, not at vicky at. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you can go to the contact section to, on, on the website. Why are you checking out the guests in the glossary? Yep. And uh, if you just want to get both of us, it's podcast at insaneramblings.net. And, uh, Three. Yep. And uh, if you just want to get both of us, it's podcast at insaneramblings.net. And, uh, Three. Yep. And uh, if you just want to get both of us, it's podcast at insaneramblings.net. And, uh, Three. Yep. And, uh, if you just want to get both of us as podcast at insaneramblings.net and uh, feel free to go to our site and click on some ads while you're checking out our new updates to the site check out the you know the show notes and the gallery and there's lots of good stuff on there for you and if you like it which I assume if you're still listening <laughs> you don't hate us feel free to go onto iTunes and rate or review us and even click subscribe and whenever there's a new episode you'll get it on there straight away is that everything? I'm good. Away sea boat. Away sea boat. I can't believe they cancel us. I got to sing one song. Two. Excuse me. One. Not two. You sang that one song here in the office, uh, what do you call it? How to Love a Woman, and uh, the song in the dream sequence where they hang me in my underwear. Yeah, but that was my song. That was Carl's. It's in ramblings.